But hello, Oklahoma. This is Ray Ray with Annabelle. Hello. And so part of our uh, promise to you in our last podcast to try to be more consistent. But what we're doing now is we're going on YouTube and we're making this a video as well. So it'll be both a video and a podcast. Uh, so if you're one of our listeners, hopefully nothing we do requires uh, you to actually see it. But if you uh, are on the YouTube, then you can see everything. That's right. To include Annabelle's beautiful smile. Oh, thank you. So we have a special guest today. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to allow, allow Annabelle. Uh, Annabelle's going to introduce her. All right. So we have a guest today that we're going to be interviewing for you. Her name is Cindy Velez. And she is the owner of Intuitive Planning that handles event logistics. Um and you also take care of dancers, right, as a licensed massage therapist with your massage company called Massage Intuition. And That's then right. on top of that, she makes natural uh, body care products through her mm-hmm. company, which is called uh, MI Body Care. Mm-hmm. And um, today, Cindy's going to be talking with us about connection, which mm-hmm. uh, because she has a lot of training in uh Kisomba, is that right? So, yeah. um, so Cindy was introduced to Kisomba about seven years ago, and she's uh, had a lot of training and classes in both uh, Kisomba and Urban Kiz. Um, I believe her passion is Urban Kiz. Mm-hmm. Is that correct, correct to say that, Cindy? <laughs> All right. And then Ray and Cindy met uh, in 2018, right? Yes. At mm-hmm. a local Latin party here um, at 360 Entertainment Powerhouse. Uh, which is one of the places here that has a, a Latin social every month. You guys met through a local, uh, uh, com, com, what is it? Common, a common contact. Yes. The word fails me. <laughs> the word a mutual, fails me. A mutual friend. A mutual contact, uh, Maritza, who heads up Latin Fusion there uh, mm-hmm. at uh, 360 Powerhouse. And uh, and then you guys had a conversation, right, about yep. Kisomba. Conversation every day. You guys connected. And then you attended one of her weekenders, I think. Mm -hmm. And so Cindy's going to talk about a weekender that she has coming up um, at the, um, I don't know when we're going to talk about that, maybe towards the end of this conversation, we'll make sure she mentions it. And so now, is there anything else that I missed? Well, I want to mention that Cindy is not only a uh, urban kids dancer, but lead and follow, or what we call an omni dancer. Unless they have a new word coming out. Uh, she's also talented in bachata and in salsa. She can lead and follow salsa. Uh, she's this multiple talented woman. <laughs> Thank you. Multiple talented woman. And yeah, we met. Uh, yeah, it was gr- great. We actually met and I introduced myself as a uh, Kizomba instructor. But I only taught like the fundamentals. And she, first thing she said was, that's the first thing people need to learn. Mm-hmm. That's right. First thing people need to learn. But that weekender in 2018 was when the first weekender I I did here in Oklahoma City that you as intuitive planning, that was your first intuitive planning weekender, right? That's correct. Yeah, that was was the way we launched. So intuitive planning was established um, in 2017, but we actually executed and hosted our first event. In 2018, I remember you being there. I remember you walking in, introducing yourself and helping out as you have the tendency to do, right? <laughs> Moving chairs and tables and volunteering without even being asked. So it's a privilege to be here 
and uh, to have had support for so long from you. Well, you definitely have support. You have a bit, you just have this energy that just addicting people love you. And you had so many people there. I remember you looking over about midway and I walked up and you're just looking at the, everything going on. You're basking in the glory of your accomplishment. (laughs) Yeah. It's a great feeling. I remember seeing, I remember that face, that look on your face. You're just like, wow. This is happening. (laughs) This is happening. Yes. And we have another one coming up that you, uh, that you're having people come in for uh, in March. That's correct. The last weekend of March overlaps into April. So it begins um, March 31st and we close out Sunday evening. That would be April 2nd. Right. And the key of this is to identify the difference between, to educate people on the difference between urban kids and kizomba. Correct. And actually be educated in both genres. That's right. Yeah. To really be able to see um, we may talk on several things, but of course, dance, like humans, grows and changes and evolves, as many will say. And so that has happened. Um, this particular genres that you both identified, I love, um, Urban Kids and Kisomba, are two that are really growing in North America. We're still kind of a minority dance here, but really growing. And my experience has just shown it's so important to really be able to identify the two there's beautiful things developing like fusions that allow them to be mixed. But uh, if you truly love dance, respect the culture and, and build, it's really, I think, crucial to be able to look or listen and be able to say, oh, that's this genre and that's that. And yes, now that I know them both, I can make something magical with them. So I was just hoping to offer Oklahoma City an opportunity to really see the distinction and yet the similarities and see the beauty in the two dances. And that's going to be an exciting time. Uh, Amber and I will be there. You've, you you asked us to do a quick demonstration during yes. the event as well. And we're looking forward to seeing the two dances and then people being able to identify, oh, I see the difference now. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's just education. Too many people uh, promote it. Uh, hey, the Kizomba class, and there's not one Kizomba basic. It's all urban kids. And right. just, you know, that's a problem across the nation. Sure. And I'll even say I ran into that problem when I was in Europe and I first got introduced to urban kids and Kizomba is I didn't know the difference then either. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to pronounce it. I was pronouncing <laughs> Kizomba. <laughs> Yes, we'll make sure to go over that quite a bit too. Yes, not to be confused with exercise and not to mispronounce. Yeah, so we're going to be right. talking about Kisomba and urban Kisomba. Yes. Absolutely. But our conversation today, and I say think you are uniquely qualified as both a massage therapist and as a dancer of multiple genres, the idea of connection on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. What inspired this is Annabelle and I were talking about how you can have two partners of the same skill level mm-hmm. and yet have bad connection. Oh, you might be connected in your, if it's open position in salsa, for example, bachata, you know, they have both hands and you know, eyes, but there's just something beyond the physical connection. Even in Kizomba, there's something beyond the chest to chest, arm wrapped around, there's something beyond that. We want to kind of talk about what is that something? Because it might be two different people of two different levels, 
skill levels, mm -hmm. but their connection is just amazing. Mm -hmm. And we, we want to know, if, do you have any input on what that something might be? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. When you sent me over the topic, it kind of gave me goosebumps um, because it's something talked about uh, on all. So I'm, I'm sure we all have ideas. So I'll just throw one of many out there um, because I think what you highlight is so important. Is connection based on skill level um, and knowledge set or is it something else? And so I think we'd be wrong to go that skill set doesn't have um any part of it because it, it does yes as we grow and we dance and your lead or your follow can sense kind of your abilities then within the magic of the dance you can challenge each other to stuff that maybe you wouldn't at different levels so i think of course that can play a part and we should always be looking never stop being a student but i'll go with mind idea first and I'm going to go with the big one. And I'm going to say our mindset, our individual mindset when we go into the dance. So I'll clarify that and say, if we've have as a follow, let's say I'm, I'm in the role of a follow and I've been kindly asked by a lead to dance. And for those not as familiar with the genres, a lead could be male or female. So I'm not going to put gender role. So as a follow, a lead has asked me to go out for a dance. If I feel that they are better than me and I clam up like, oh, no, not that person. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> them. Um, I may have already hindered, build a barrier to our connection, right? Because I'm thinking for them. And I've already said, ah, this is going to be a bad dance because <laughs> I'm nervous. And then, of course, my nervousness will impact my follow skills. Oh, that's not what they meant. Or, oh, I moved too fast. Or, oh, they must be bored. Or, And we can kill not just a connection, sometimes a whole social or if you're at a festival or Congress, like messing with our own mindset. Um, they're better than me. So I'm. this isn't going to be good for them. Or, you know, we have to be humble sometimes and go, if we're like, oh, this is a beginner this isn't gonna be a fun dance for me. It's gonna be boring. And now we've, man, we've just like chopped at the ability to have a good dance. So that's gonna be my first is the mindset. And the last thing I'll add to that, which is why it came is I was recently at a festival in the States and a follow was really struggling. They were kind of feeling downhearted. Last night was not a good night for me. Um, I wasn't getting asked a lot. And when I was asked, it wasn't a good dance. And I remember the only thing that could come to my mind to like help, because you want to help them to have a good time was, are you being present in the dance? Do you feel like you're being present? Is your mind with that partner? And I'll just fast forward the, the next day, that same dancer came over. I was massaging at this event and, and like, you could just tell her vibe. She was like floating and she goes, you were right. I was getting in my own way last night. I was like, I'm going to have a good time. Every dance is going to be great. And she goes, I was floating all night. And that energy must have given off because she kept getting asked to dance. So mindset, our own mindset. I think that's absolutely right. And you mentioned that nervousness. 
that often comes when you dance with your instructor. Mm. <laughs> like, or I'm dancing with the instructor. I felt it. I've also had people express it to me that, oh, I'm dancing with the instructor. Am I going to mess up? And I teach when I do the intro classes, uh, this phrase to help get their mindset right. And I learned this from an instructor in Belgium who didn't speak any English. And I think people's heard it on the podcast before the phrase in French called a mm -hmm. And it's really means so what? So what? Oh, I'm messing up. So what? The dance keeps going. The music hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm. And of course, then I make a funny joke saying, say, hey, hello. <laughs> this is French. But it's, so what? Mm -hmm. Have you ever felt this kind of, that kind of nervousness before? Oh, all the time. All the time. And then I think there's a threshold that I had to reach where I could begin to enjoy the dance. And that was a mindset, too. Of course, I could have enjoyed the dance from day one of being like a first lesson student. Um Thinking back to salsa, which was my first Latin dance um, class experience. Sure, I could have just enjoyed it from day one, but I had to go through a process where I decided that, you know, it was time to start enjoying this thing, <laughs> you know. Was, um, and so, yeah, mindset does play such a big role how gracious we are with ourselves and our partner and how forgiving that we are with ourselves and our partner. Um, and then those, the paying attention to the things that we're saying to ourselves in our mind while we're dancing and how we're reacting. She said something gracious. Mm -hmm. I think having grace with yourself, if mm -hmm. you find yourself being the on the opposite, on the lower end of the skill that set with your partner. But if you're the more skilled partner, have also grace for your partner. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a dance. It's a combination of three different art forms that I find music, body mm -hmm. movement, and poetry. If there's mm -hmm. lyrics. And if you just enjoy that, art is based on not the perfection of our skills, but the imperfection in our humanity. And mm -hmm. mindset, you said is right. But you, you may also mention the skill level. Let's talk about, so people can see, based on the different genres that you find, Cindy, what are the, the technical, the actual uh, uh, mechanical skills that needed that's needed for a good connection other than mindset. Mm, okay. Hard skill versus the soft skill. Okay. So um, I guess I'll apply it to all genres versus breaking it up. Um, okay. I, I'll say that I, f for sure, the first time you're asked maybe by a, a partner that you're they're not familiar with, um, body frame uh, to me tells a lot. So when, when we get into formation, whatever that is, if it's a bajata hold, if it's a salsa hold, um, or the kisomba and urban kiss hold, which each have differences, um, the, the framework matters. So lumped forward shoulders, not carrying your own weight, so not a, a solid frame can be very telling. Now, you could be advanced and tired 
and start to do this, right? But it, 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 if we kind of take those little exceptions out and just go, okay, I've gotten into a hold. Oh, this is a, that's, I can feel that frame. That's clear communication. So I'll start with framework um, is, is very important. And I think, I, I don't know if you two would agree, but um, have, having had the pleasure of doing ambi roles, lead and follow, it probably can take anywhere from 10 to 30 seconds if you're, if you're, as you become like intermediate and advanced to identify the comfort. And so I'll go skill set level of the partner. So as you start a move, usually when you're dancing with someone for the first time, you kind of start basic, right? We don't start in these advanced skins yes. um, or try to dip someone. That's a whole other conversation. But <laughs> yes, it is. So you'll start with the basic and then the response to that. So am I feeling the frame back? Am I feeling the equal resistance back? And so pretty early on, I can, you know, or one can identify what what's their um, their skills, their, their skill set. So framework um, mm -hmm. and the knowledge of the basic moves is, I think, what I would start off, at least for me, right away when I'm in the, the hold closed or open with a new partner that that kind of communicates non-verbally, which a lot of dance when words can't speak, right? Dance and music do it. That communicates to me rather quickly what what might we be able to do and out before opening it for you guys i'll just say but that doesn't dictate the whole story so it's not like oh they look like they know what they're doing let me leap to complication right um, i think it dances like a story so sometimes stories you know start off slow and then they get some exciting chapters and then we can go slow again and so that's just my beginning do i feel the framework can I identify the basic or even myself? Am I giving the framework? Am I following the basics? So now we can build from that. So I'll start with that. I think you're absolutely right. Is in the first 30 seconds, based on those mechanical skills, mm -hmm. you can tell where your partner is. And who said you had to be the most advanced, right? That's one thing is I had to get over the fact that I'm not there to show off my skills. I'm, I need to be there to connect with my partner, connect with the music. I think that goes back into mindset. Are you there to show off? Are you there to challenge? Hmm. Okay, well, you want to talk about the hard skills. <clears throat> yes. But I'm, but I'm pretty sure that Cindy wants to talk about the intuitive. Intuitive skills. The in, emotional, intuitive things that go into creating a connection. So, um would you say that Urban Kiss, compared to other dances that you've experienced, is at another level or a higher level or um, with the connection with the two partners? Um, would you say that that's more important in Urban Kiss than maybe some other Latin genres um, that you've experienced? Um, and then what are some of the what are some of the other besides besides frame? And we talked about mindset. What are some of the other things that really build a close connection? Yeah, no, those are great, great questions. So, yes. Um, so one of the things that really impressed me about Urban Kisomba, which I actually, just to kind of plug all the amazing things Oklahoma City does, I first saw Urban Kisomba at International Dance Studio near and dear to both of your hearts, I know. 
Um, actually, David Nunez, who many in the area uh, recall was uh, leading Kisomba at the time. So I should back up. He, he did a slight fusion. So I shouldn't label what I saw as urban Kisomba, right? Can't be a hypocrite to my philosophy. It was... <laughs> It was more like a ghetto zook, not to get into all the nuances of Kisamba and Urban Kiz, but he came out and did a demo and I just saw it. That's it. I just saw. And if you are familiar, right, Salsa and Bachata are Latin dances. And, and for those kind of new to the podcast, Kisamba uh, is based out of Angola. So it's an mm -hmm. African dance, but Angola is Portuguese speaking. So like the music sounds, you know, instruments and stuff sound very similar. And I just saw this dance, closed hold, not flary, not big, actually pretty central. And all I said was, "I, what is that? I need that. I want that. Um, and it was a closed frame. And you could just tell they were connected. And I didn't know at the moment it's not choreographed, which then blew my mind because I was like, the follow is like in sync. How does she not know? There, it was clear to tell there was no count like salsa or bachata. There, there's no five, six, seven, eight, one. Two. There was, it was very different. And I was like, how are they communicating that to each other? And so, to that point, and about it, it is, it, it is very unique. Um, having had the opportunity, like like Ray, to do some instruction, when we start to introduce one Stiko Somba we're not doing a count necessarily. And there isn't like a set step. There are fundamental movements, right? Because you've got to start somewhere. It's not just right. do what you feel, right? But there isn't like one, two, three, five, listen to the clave type of thing, you know, step right. forward, step backwards. So yes, Kisomba to me screamed out connection. I'm going to learn some basic movements but it doesn't have to stop at a count and it doesn't have to require turn inward when the hand lifts this way and turn out like things that we may connect with Latin, right? The, the sky's the limit. It's really a blank canvas. Here's some rules. Here's your primary colors and a paintbrush. Then go. And so I had to learn that and identify, wow, this is very different. I have to be connected to what I call contact points. And those could change too. It could be the chest and the legs in one hold. Then we can open hold and it's just the hands. Then I'm, he's stepping back. Where do I, do I follow him? <laughs> like, what do I do? And that just impressed me because I couldn't do anything but focus on my partner. I couldn't rely on, oh, I know this step. I know a crossbody lead. I know, you know, I couldn't. I have got to stay honed in on this partner because we're creating this dance in this moment as we go. And so for me, yes, it stands out. And I'll tell you, I thank you for that compliment before, Ray. Kisomba improved my bachata and Kisomba improved my salsa because there was no choreo or steps to memorize. I had to learn to truly embrace what it means to follow. And I know when I follow Kisomba or Urban Kiz, I've done, I've followed with both. 
you can't predict. You've got to dance dumb. You can't sit there and say, okay, I know what to do next. Because that lead might put a stop in there. Mm-hmm. And how they connect to the music might be different than how I connect to the music. And so if they're sitting there and they do a, a, a stop and a, mm-hmm. and a freeze or they try to do some kind of an embellishment or something, I've got to be able to follow them and not my mm-hmm. interpretation of the music. Mm-hmm. Now, if you both connect to the music the same, which is never the case, 100%, right. then, of course, it's going to be you know awesome. But it might mm-hmm. be like, well, we just missed a chance. Wait, oh, that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a whole, or that's what she's doing, excuse me. And that gives you a whole different appreciation for other perspectives of the song that you're listening to and yes. how to apply your music. Yes. So as you were commenting, Bill, you know, I never thought about how being a massage therapist might enhance my dance skills. So thank you for that awareness. I'm going to I'm going to need to reflect on that because that's true. In my line of work as a licensed massage therapist, sure, they may vocalize a challenge or an issue or a trouble. But then I kind of assess the body and go, hmm, what's happening over here? Maybe not even, you know, where they thought they had an issue. And I listened to their body, if you will, through hands and, and massage. And, and the same um, happens, happens in dance where when you come into the dance with the right mindset, hold your frame or hold your own, then there's this open-mindedness. It's not the dance is supposed to look this way or I love this song and this is when I want to make these moves. This is when I want to step. This is when I want to syncopate. This is when I don't want to move. Um, But it's really just feeling um, the individual um, partner. And for those not coming into the Kisomba world or have been been in it, and I think it's true of all dances, you know, you can walk away with what I call a legal and healthy dance high. Like yes. I have walked off the dance floor, like, woo, where am I? <laughs> Me and this partner just went somewhere else. And it is when I'm here to have a good time. I'm going to listen. That sounds funny, right? I'm going to listen to just this individual with me. And uh, almost like a movie scene, I'm going to shut everyone else out. It's music, my partner. Um, and that becomes pretty, pretty incredible. And then you you can experience, I hope everyone gets to experience the dance high. When this, interesting, I remember I was actually uh, Annabelle's instructor in Kizomba. And mm-hmm. I was teaching at my home studio uh, before I retired from the military. And I remember when I, after I got done, demonstrating something to her and she'd been taking lessons for a little while at that point I stepped away and she's like and I even commented and that's what every lead wants to see when they're done mm-hmm. well I struggled and truly the thought of like the fluidity and the lack of rigidity with um, the dance of Kisomba or Urban Kiz kind of could 
sends a follow into a panic because mm-hmm. it's um it's scary. It's a different structure. <laughs> it's a different yeah. structure to the dance where salsa is extremely structured. Uh, bachata, less so, but still has a clear structure to it. Kizomba mm-hmm. does have a structure. It's a different structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are different rules. Well, it can be scary. And I think it takes a level of um, submission of, mm-hmm. the, of the body and the mind. Like you, you just have to release, which is very difficult. Um, I'm going to say for most people, maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but I think that for most people is difficult. Well, I think having that trust in your partner is part of the connection as well. So maybe mm-hmm. the, the, does, does the connection build the trust or do you just go out there and trust everybody and then you're connected? So this idea of how do you build connection? Is it on the leads? Is it the leads responsibility to build a connection, the follow? I'm going to say that's probably 50-50, but how do we make a, a pleasant, connected dance let's build a scenario so cindy two partners never danced before they're both at a uh we're going to stick with kids on but or urban kids they're at a social never knew each other well let's say they're at your weekender yeah, which is weekend. coming up at the end of march All beginning right. of they april come to the early party they've not been there they have some training in it when is trust built yeah great question so Every individual is different, right? We know for sure we're not dealing with a a perfect science, but I will agree with you, Annabelle, it is a 50-50, but but let's be let's be honest, kind of through anything, right? If if we if I'm there and I do ask a a brand new person, I am gonna take some ownership of I'm familiar with this arena and this individual is not. So I'm going to take a little bit of a heightened responsibility to make them feel comfortable. So I'll start there, right? So we'll we'll go with the scenario that you're going with. If it's a place where, hey, this is kind of my zone, I made this ambiance, I'll take the, I feel I I have the greater responsibility to make this individual feel comfortable. And um, it can start as soon as the ask, right? So in this situation, if I'm very aware that the my partner that I'm bringing on is brand new, maybe just took their first workshop right before Friday night social. I carry a lot more responsibility. So a smile, hey, I, this is a great song. Would you, would you care to dance with me? Right, so the connection in this case to me starts before we hit the dance floor, right? It's the eye contact, it's the smile, it's the warm invite. And a common response, oh, I'm, I'm a beginner. Oh, great, then we're gonna have a good time, right? That response before we're even on the dance floor. And you can feel it, right? I just, then we move on. It's kind of like building frames. You know, you can feel the tense lead because um, that's a real challenge for a lead who's brand new. I'm supposed to tell you what to do. I'm scared to death, right? And again, just keep that warm smile. All right, here we go. And as they move, I'm following. And this, 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 I think is such an underrated skill set in Kisombo. People are like, oh, you just follow. Oh, 
that can be a real challenge to purely mirror. I'm still hearing the music. What if the lead is a little off rhythm, right? My, my responsibility is to that lead, not don't you hear it's one, two, three, right? So it's keeping that smile and just following that individual. And I think I have had success where she's not rushing me. She doesn't look, he or she does not look bored. I'm not, I stay connected with my lead. Once, if you want to build that trust and that connection, stay with your lead, no, or follow. No one else is in the room. Sadly, in all genres, I've seen a dance and one or the other is like, I mean, their facial expression says, get me out of here. The I don't eye roll, the, you know, whatever. Sigh, the, yes. So I'm going to, I'll recap. It starts before when we connect the invite and the response to the invite. And then maintaining that throughout and staying focused on just the other, because we've all been there, right? You're dancing with a beginner. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, no, that was good. I, that was a nice move. I, I, I was able to follow that. Like the connection can build, even though things we've talked about, their mindset, right? They, I'm a beginner. She doesn't want to be here. That's what they're telling themselves, but we can build that. So warmness, smile, enjoy that moment. That moment's never coming back. You know, you've got a committed dancer, come back in a month. You'll be like, wow, I remember when. So don't forget that moment. That's like a crucial moment. Be with them. And that next time, like, this is really great. I'm really enjoying this. I enjoyed the first one and I can really sense your investment in this. And keep that warmth. And it's just you and that partner. I think that's a great answer. There's nothing to add to that. It's that trust comes throughout. And, it's, and it has to happen throughout the dance from the very beginning. And keeping that smile on your face. I know I've been, when I was a beginner dancer, I'm sitting there trying to dance. Didn't know anything about musicality. Didn't know about rhythm. Didn't know when I was, you know, just basic stuff that I didn't know basic stuff and a girl going, <sighs> yeah. And she started the same day I did just like a couple months ago. She's like, ah, oh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. almost stopped me from dancing. I almost said, you know what? Forget this. Mm-hmm. But having that warmth, that openness. Mm-hmm. I remember I saw one guy recently, you and I were sitting at a table at one of this uh, socials and this guy went and asked the, very lovely young lady to dance. And she agreed. He did not crack one smile. Mm. I looked over. I said, he just got a yes from a beautiful girl. And he didn't even smile. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't watch what happened afterwards. They might have connected. But everything matters as far as mm. how you war- how warm you are. And if you're dancing, one thing I see that breaks connection, we hit on this before is when you're trying to dance to build ego. Mm-hmm. I've got to show these moves. Mm-hmm. I've got to show my skill. Mm-hmm. Now there's, that's where, okay, you're not going to show your skill to this person because they only have a few moves mm-hmm. in them. Mm-hmm. Whether you're yeah. dancing, whatever genre you're dancing. And so if you can put mm-hmm. that aside, 
Put your ego aside. Put your ego aside. Mm. <clears throat> of course, you know, every dancer, we, we, we're there to show off a little bit, right? Sure. To enjoy yeah, I mean, there's ego involved. But when you let it get in the way of your connection, again, it hurts yes. your mindset. Yeah. I think that is awesome. We have to go ahead and get bring this to a close. It's a great finish to it. It's talking about the trust and connection. Cindy, thank you so much for uh, speaking with us and sharing your insight on this. And I do agree with, I do believe that you as a massage therapist is just another extension of your intuitive connection <laughs> uh, you have with other people. And thank you. I, we're really looking forward to the, uh, Weekender coming up in March. Uh, mm -hmm. We can throw some more information here uh, on the link below this if uh, sure. if you don't mind. And bring Love more people that. involved. Yeah, can you just quickly tell our audience about the Weekender, when it is, what it is, and how they can find out more about it and how they can get their tickets? Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be hosted March 31st, April 1st, and April 2nd, 2023. It's going to be hosted at the 360 Powerhouse. Um, so that's also where you had mentioned earlier, Maritza Rodriguez and the Latin Fusion perform. We'll be happy to put that information. Um, its name is KUA, all acronym, K-U-A, K for Kisomba, U for Urban Kisomba. And we're bringing in some Afrobeats to challenge ourselves and, and embrace nice. African culture. So that's where we get KUA from. We are bringing in instructors from out of state that I've had the privilege of working with and both under those specific genres. So for example, Mike David, who actually runs Steel City Kisomba um, is coming to be the Kisomba instructor and he's also a DJ. So we will have live DJs. Um, we are bringing a couple that specialize in urban kids, Kelly and Gil from Dallas, Texas. And then we're bringing Leroy from uh, DC area who will be leading us and leads classes in Afrobeats. Um, and then Gil, uh, who will be one of the instructors for Urban Kids, Mike, who does Kisomba, and a local DJ, Jaime, will Jaime. be DJing. Yes, they'll be DJing in the night. So what you can expect, Friday night, we'll do an introductory workshop. Complete beginners is fine. And, uh, and then we'll have a social, just a welcome party, welcome our guests from out of town. We have people flying in from California, New York. People coming in from Texas, Tennessee. It's incredible that our little city is going to get this kind of exposure. Saturday, we're going to have a workshop in each of those genres and then come back the nighttime. Let's practice what we've been learning. We'll have some performances both Friday night. Our local um, instructors, I want to showcase OKC. Saturday, some local and our out of state. And then Sunday, those three hours of workshops in the afternoon again, like a day social, kind of a farewell send off. Um, and we'll close that out. Tickets are on sale right now at Eventbrite. And I'll be happy to provide that information. So all those links um, and information will be available. We are delighted to host this. It's going to be a great time. And if you are have experience in Urban Kids or Kizomba and you think, oh, I don't need to go to the intro, <laughs> intro class, Get rid of that idea. Go to the intro class. You're going to have fun. You'll practice your fundamentals. You'll meet new people. You'll inspire others. And you will be inspired yourself. And you'll probably learn something. Yeah, and Raina will be there. Raina will so be, we're, yeah. we're looking forward to it. And, and I would say if you don't even know what Kisomba is or you've never danced Kisomba, go. Absolutely. It will improve all of your um, 
nonverbal communication skills to attend this uh, this weekender. Um, but before we say bye, Cindy, do you, do you have any? I know you're you have a wealth of knowledge to talk about. We probably didn't hit on something that maybe that you might want to bring up. Is there anything that you want to say before we leave? There's so much. You're right that we can talk about. Um, I think we've hit on most of it. Uh, go in with a positive mindset. Think about why you got involved in dance. Why, why are you taking these classes? Why did you pursue? And, and don't forget that no matter how improved um, you are, I will tell everyone this saying that I love in harmony with what Ray just said, the basics, if you will, or the fundamentals are the first thing you learn and the last thing you master. Amen. And uh, that does come from a pretty one of my favorite um, instructors, um, Laurent from Paris. But um, bring that with you. Uh, it's a it's a family feel. Um, every line of work that I'm currently in, I can honestly say is because of Kisomba. I went to an event, fell in love with volunteering and logistics. I started intuitive. Well, no, aside, intuitive planning, my uh, business <laughs> for logistics. Um, when I was there, people were getting exhausted and I just kind of would massage people out of just, hey, you want me to help you out? They pushed me and said, you need to get a massage license. When COVID struck and I couldn't, people were like, hey, that stuff that you use to massage us, do you make it? All three of my lines of business are, this This dance saved my life. Wow. Um, and it created my three entrepreneur um, lines. And I've met incredible family um, my bridal part, my entire bridal party is from dance. So I got married at a dance festival. Like I cannot thank dance enough, but it's the welcoming, the humility, the desire to get better and the wanting to trust and to be trustworthy. And um, I'm grateful, never lose the gratitude either. And, and to people like Ray and Annabelle and all of our leaders in the Oklahoma City community, all of our wonderful studios, Clips and Hips. We have one out in Stillwater. We've got iDance. We've got 360. We've got Adelante. I mean, we're a community. And uh, I love to see this, that we support one another. Um, and you, you won't regret staying humble, staying grateful, wanting to connect. I think that's a great thing to end with. Thank you so much, Cindy. You have a, pleasure, a wonderful guys. day. We'll see you on the dance floor here whenever yes. you get out, whenever we get can. I look forward to dancing with you again. Same here. Much love to you both. Thank you so much for Bye. having me. Bye. Bye. Bye.